Spinning out of control, here we go Foot to the pedal, till it's touching the metal Let's rock and roll, yeah So they need to get them tigers to screech and I beat them Check the flags, last lap, nobody can beat them It's just that it's a party, put it on in the carpool And hear us talk a lot of NASCAR in the audio Singing loud, we don't just want it out of mode We're getting dirty around here, yeah We're in the mall. We're in the marbles Uh, we're in the marbles We're in the marbles Hey everybody, welcome to episode 32 of In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. I am Ethan. You can find me on Twitter at Viva La Ethan. And I'm Soda. You can find me on Twitter at Soda underscore Hunter. I guess we should say you can find us still on Twitter I don't, know I don't, don't believe that. Twitter's going to be around forever. Don't believe that. I hope so. I don't not believe really. none of it. I don't believe none of it. I wouldn't be really heartbroken if Twitter just not became a thing anymore. You know, you know what's going to happen when top executives leave Twitter? They're going to hire new top executives. It's, yeah. it's going to be fine. That's true. I uh, I have the actual John Cena follows me on Twitter, so like I don't really want to lose this Twitter account, but whatever. Sergeant Slaughter follows me, but I think he follows everybody. Sergeant Slaughter follows me too. Yeah. I think you, know who, you know who doesn't follow me though? Hmm. Rowdy <laughs> Energy, and they should. Why not? I, I plug them every single episode. Um, drinking a nice red cherry limeade Rowdy Energy tonight. What's funny is there's no color in any Rowdy Energy. It's I, all clear. I know. Well, the strawberry is a little pink, but like it's you're clear. Right. It's, it's pretty much clear. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's like bang energy. It's clear too. It's it's crazy. They're all clear like that. The chocolate's clear. The mm. everything's clear. It's just weird. I don't like other energy drinks. Rowdy Energy is the only one for me. Wink, wink. Bill Venus. Wink, wink. Uh, well, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm not that loyal. I'll find what I can get if Rowdy Energy was more common in my mm. area. I'd be getting uh, Rowdy Energy a lot more than I am. And you can also buy it off of RowdyEnergy.com. For anybody yeah. that's interested in buying some Rowdy Energy, go do that. That's what I do. That's the only way I get it around here. Heck Everything yeah. else is bang. It's bang is starting to not show up. I don't like bang. I've never liked bang. Well, I just kind of. I'm sorry. I just kind of <laughs> did it there for a while because like Jeff and Scott and Breaker and Bane were kind of like all into it. So I was like, Yeah, guys, I like bang too. You know, I said bang, bang. Um, not really a big bang guy. Well, I like. I like the bangs. I also like the bang mixers that they make, uh, the alcoholic uh, hard seltzers, mm. which taste just like the bang energy drinks do. Really? And there's like, God, 100 calories maybe with uh, zero carbs or one carb or something stupid like that. So I was like, heck yeah, just load up on those. But those are even getting hard to find. You can't find any of that kind of stuff anymore. It's like, some of these gas stations are dropping them. Walmarts are dropping them around here. I don't know what's going on with that. No joke. I, I do need some new uh, Rowdy Energy merch, though. I told uh, Jess that I want to redo my 
um, wardrobe to have like a Kyle Bush shirt for every day for like a month and not have to repeat the sh- same shirt. Just Kyle Bush shirts, though. Hmm. Well, <laughs> be uh, be patient. I'm sure they're gonna be releasing a bunch of them. Oh, I'm so excited! Oh gosh, love I it. I think they actually announced a uh, sponsor, a couple of sponsor crossovers from the eight from last year already. Really? Yeah, two of them that aren't going with Tyler Reddick anyway. Oh yeah, Cheddar's and whatever that other one is. Yeah, the red and black one. Avina? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what half some of these companies are. I don't either. They're all like internet companies and stuff like that that you just you don't know yeah like it, the three chai from tyler reddick i was everybody was like oh well that's not going to be made and i'm like why and they're a sponsor and i'm like well mm-hmm. i don't know what the sponsor is i guess it's a medical marijuana type of thing so yeah. but they're still making it you can go pre-order that diecast car right now at lionelracing.com bet you can't get it one six four scale because i think that's a kid you know, I think you are probably. absolutely right. I, yeah. I believe, yeah. You know what, what ticked me off? I mean, just random junk here. Mm. What ticked me off is I was really... Now, our family really liked Monster Jam for a long time there. Okay. We loved it. I mean, Pretty we went to all the shows. We just went to one last year with uh, the at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Oh, yeah, yeah. insane show. So much right. fun. We got to walk around the infield. Uh, got to see the high banks, the new high bank track at Atlanta. Um, after the reconfiguration and all that, it's just a fun show. But when they released that Grave Digger car for Kevin Harvick, which was outstanding, by the way. Amazing. I hate that it didn't win, but it finished fourth. Uh, I forget which track that was at, where he raced that at, but it was like a mile and a half. But I can't remember what track it was. But when they released that car, man, we were so excited. We got the T-shirts for it. I got a Kevin Harvick Grave Digger T-shirt right now in my closet. Uh, the kids have one, and I was like, cool. I cannot wait for them to come out with the 164 scale diecast so my kids can race, you know, Kevin Harvest Gravedigger car. Yeah. They never released it 164 scale. Yeah. Some kind of stupid licensing deal, I guess, with uh, Spin Master. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense because they released it in 124 scale and they have 124 scale Gravediggers. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what their deal was with that, but they missed a lot of money not releasing that and you know just putting on the pegs. I absolutely agree with you 100%. And now they have like stock cars of the uh I don't know if you've went and saw any of the Monster Jam toys at Walmart lately, but nowadays there is actually three, I think it's three, I think it's Monster Mutt, Dalmatian, uh, El Toro Loco and Gravedigger. They oh, okay. have three uh, two packs out. One has a monster truck of that truck, and then there's a stock car that's painted up like the monster truck. No numbers or anything, but it's like a little NASCAR from like last generation. Okay, you know, yeah, not I like know. next gen. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen them a couple times here. And yeah, there. they they look cool, but they'd be cooler if they had numbers on them. Right, no joke. I mean. Like my kids are like, yeah, that's cool, but I mean, do you want them? I was like, nah, that's fine. Right. I was like, we have the trucks, and then the cars are not going to race them with our NASCARs. They don't have numbers on them. Right. That's how I was when I was a kid too. So I can't blame them. 
Yeah, and just to clarify, because I know Josh Jay, who listens to the show, he's a big Kevin Harvick fan. He he's screaming at his phone right now. He raced Kevin Harvick raced that Grave Digger paint scheme at Nashville. I knew it was a mile and a half. That's all yeah. I knew. I, I, I looked can, it up. <laughs> I could see it on the track. I could yes. see it in the curve on the front straightaway. And yes. I knew he finished fourth, I believe. He finished mm-hmm. fourth because that's his number, and I just it stuck out to me that the four finished fourth in the Grave Digger car. Heck yeah. But it's it's all, it's all like uh, what do you call it symbiosis or something like that. I don't when know. It all that's goes a, together. <laughs> that's a very big word. I'm not sure what that is. This redneck over here knows some big words. They might he might not put them in the right places all the time, but he knows some mm. big words. Just let you know. Yeah, absolutely. I get that. Before we go any farther <laughs> into that, so 32. What's the first car that comes to mind when you think of 32 in the NASCAR Cup Series? So I'm not going to take yours. Because I know which one you're going to say. What? Which one am I going to say? I don't think so. Well, you're not going to say Ricky Craven? No. Oh. I, yeah. Well, I didn't want to say Ricky Craven. Okay. That's my dog. My dog is up again, and he's he's uh, flapping his chicken around. Oh, I thought you meant Ricky Craven was your dog. No. I was like, what? My, oh, my cool. dog has a little stuffed chicken, and he's flapping it around. He wants to make as much noise when I'm recording as he possibly can, so he can be louder than me. Everybody say, hello, Mac. How do you guys name right? I know. I well, it's funny because like right before I said that, I was like, "What's what's his name again?" I can hear you trail oh, off Gus. as you were Gus? saying his name. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. It's always Gus, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Mac. Yes, I was Mac. actually going to say Matt DiBenedetto. Thirty. Okay. He raced at thirty-two before he jumped into the ninety-five. He was in that hmm. thirty-two for a year or two. Was that like the sponsor was like Crunch Candy Bar? Uh, or... I think he did. I think no, that was a LaJoy. Okay. I yeah, think one of the, I think Corey LaJoy drove that car with the Crunch Nest, the Nestle okay. Crunch car, the the fake Nestle Crunch car. Yeah. The throwback. Okay. The Benedetto was in a car that had like lightning on it and stuff. He, I think he might have done like a Jeff Burton type, oh. uh, a retro. Uh, what do you call it? A throwback. Yes. I, I believe because we have that die cast and we have a magnet. I wish that Lionel Racing still did magnets. Oh, well, they do every once in a while. They're all stickers now. They're mostly stickers, but yeah. every once in a while they'll have a, 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 a magnet. They've, they've been stickers for the past like seven or eight series, dude. I think they've gotten away from the magnets. Well, I just uh, I just put one up. <sighs> Maybe you're right. I don't know. Maybe well, we covered our refrigerator bit. with them. Yeah, you know, it's, it's such I a cool think. look too because there's like hoods and and pit boards and then these little cars that are magnets and there's just we got all sorts of just mostly Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch but you know that's because that's all they make so. right <laughs> yeah absolutely and that I uh, looked up a picture of that uh, diecast car that you're talking about with the Jeff Burton uh, throwback mm-hmm. and it's beautiful it is it really is it's the lightning and stuff on it it just man I I, I love cars that have that lightning. Yes, and when it's done right, if it's done stupid, it's done stupid. But and the font looks really good on the number two. And see, he wasn't real competitive in that car, but that team wasn't a real competitive team. Correct. Yeah. But once he jumped in '95, he started going places, and it made me look back at some of the things that the kids had, you know, and they had that '32 Matt Benedetto, mm-hmm. and I was just. Um, you know, you go back and you look at it and you appreciate it because you weren't really paying attention to these people before they actually started doing something most of the time anyway. 
Right. Yep, anyway, absolutely. Your 32. My 32 is none other than Coy LaJoy. Okay, so same team. So same team, same <laughs> car. Uh, but, A year uh, or two apart. <laughs> the one I always think of is uh, it was, I think, the NASCAR Cup Series goes to Martinsville twice a season. So once in the spring, once in the fall. And I think it was 2020. Um, <laughs> I think it was 2020 when they went the first time his paint scheme for that 32 car was a big picture of his face. Oh yeah. And then they went back later that year after COVID was, uh, you know, running rampant mm-hmm. and it was the same paint scheme, but he had a COVID, uh, mask on the paint scheme. Corey Joe is a character. I love that so much. It's so awesome. And also Corey LaJoy does have his own uh, NASCAR podcast called stacking pennies. So go check that out wherever you get your podcasting. It's on YouTube also. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's like a video format as well. It isn't just, it's kind of like Dale Jr. Download only more of a sports show kind of looking thing. Yeah. And not a podcast on video. It looks like it would be on, it, it could be on Fox sports for 30 minutes before a race. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I could have swore you were going to say Ricky Craven. I have an interesting, an interesting fact. You probably know this about the 32 car, the 32 tie car, how they came up with that number. Uh, you, huh. you probably know it. If you, if you hear it, you'll probably know it. So the team that got tied as their sponsor, they look back at all the tied race cars. They say, well, you got the 17 of Darrell Waltrip. Mm-hmm. You got the five of Ricky Rudd and the 10 of Ricky Rudd. Let's add all those numbers together. And they made number 32. And that's how they came up with the 32 for the tie car. Wow. You didn't know that? No. How about that? I taught you something. That's wild. That's fun. <laughs> okay, cool. Do you want to hear some good tribute to it? Yeah. Do you want to hear some stats? <laughs> I know uh, they won at least one. Yeah. At least. <laughs> um, so the 32 in NASCAR has had 1,000 races on the nose. Who? Um, I can't think of a 32 before Craven. Well, Craven did 133 races in the 32. Then you had Corey LaJoy, Matt, Matty D, uh, Travis Quaffle, Bobby Hamilton Jr., Ken Schrader, Mike Bliss. Ken Schrader. The guy, I who, guess he jumped all over the place, didn't he? Ken Schrader, um, Scott Pruitt. And then you had, for some reason, Scott our fan Pruitt. base, our fan base absolutely loves Dick Trickle. He raced so, 32. He did for 25 races. And you know how many? Okay. So 1,000 races. They have 35 top fives. I say uh, they. I don't know why, but the 32 car had 35. Collectively, the drivers that drove the 32. Yes. Yes. Uh, 115 top tens, 322 top 20s, three poles, and only two wins. It's not a very successful number with 35 top fives out of 1,000. Yeah. Not really. Goodness gracious. Can you name both drivers who won? In the well, Ricky Craven won. Um, I don't think Scott Pruitt got one. It was actually just Ricky Craven. He won twice. Just, okay. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't think of anybody else. I yeah. really couldn't. I can't even think of what Dick Trickle's car looked like at number 32. I don't either. There's. I'm looking at this list. I don't know half of these people. Uh, Alan Kowicki. I know him. Alan Kowicki did drive a 32. That's right. Uh, Quincy's car. If I'm not mistaken, not mistaken. Junior Johnson, Buddy Baker. 
I'll have Goodness. one start in the 32. Mike Wallace? Okay, anyways. <laughs> I can yeah. see some people like Mike Wallace driving the 32 because that seems like a random team that would just pop up and say, hey, let's go cup racing. Right, exactly. But, yeah, I, if I remember now, Alan Kowicki, I want to say it was a Quincy's car. I want to say it was a number 32 Quincy's. That used to be a restaurant, I think. Huh. Quincy's. I don't even know if that's around anymore. I don't guess it is. I have no idea. I've never heard of it. Well, speaking of sponsors, we have a couple of questions. You want to get into that? Or yes. do you want to go to a little bit of news first? Because we have some news. We do have some news. Uh, we can go. Let's go I news. Mean, let's yeah, go let's go news. So, Motorsports Games. Oh. I think they're over with, man. Man. Come on. They are the creators of NASCAR Ignition 21, and apparently they uh, acquired all the NASCAR Heat stuff as well because they re-released NASCAR Heat on the Switch and just ported, they port, basically ported NASCAR Heat on the Switch, NASCAR Heat 5, that is, and put next-gen cars on it and call it NASCAR Rivals. And they were going to update NASCAR Heat 5 with next-gen cars. I yeah. say were. Were. Because apparently every member of the board of directors or whatever walked out, and they they're not a company anymore. As far as I know, they're not a company anymore. Gonzo, I'm happy about it. Honestly, I'm bummed that we're not getting an update for NASCAR Heat Five. But you know what? This opens the door for. I know people didn't like Monster Games. When they were making NASCAR games, I don't know why, really. I don't I don't have anything to really look at and see why. I don't know if I was playing too much of it. But iRacing acquired Monster Games. They just yeah. made an excellent dirt track game. Yes. If they can incorporate some of their hardcore iRacing styles, like as far as the mechanics of how the game works, the paint schemes, you know, this kind of thing. If they could incorporate some of this stuff into a console game for next gen, I think you could probably see some of the best NASCAR games ever made. Absolutely. Soon. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I'm super here for it. I'm super excited. I honestly think that's the way it's going to go. And, I mean... It wasn't in it monster games that were talking up to uh they were talking to Dale Jr. on Twitter about possibly, you know, an updated version of uh, Dirt to Daytona. Yes. And I'm so happy about that, but I highly doubt it's gonna happen. They were talking about it. They were tweeting each other about it. I mean, I feel like I feel like if it's going to happen, like if they are going to get the license, because NASCAR's gonna look for this, they're gonna look out, you know. Hey, who wants this? And I'm sure these guys will be like, hey, let's let's go one more time. Let's just try it now. Now that we got all this, all this, what we got going on right now with iRacing and Monster together. Let's just try it one more time. See what comes out of it. Yeah. If they, they can take their time with it. We don't have to have a, a, a release, you know, by by next year or something like that. You can take your time with it. Really right. make it good. You know, don't release it and then have to release 16 patches just to make it work. Absolutely. I can't stand it when games do that now. I hate it. Oh. But if they really take the time with it, we could end up seeing one of the best NASCAR games, especially since it's going to be on a next-gen console. I, 
I would assume me personally, what I feel like they should do is not try to, I mean, I know this is going to probably put you out a little bit. I feel like they should probably not back date it. Like we, as far as like PS4 and yeah, uh, Xbox one, I feel like they should just focus on one next gen console and make that as absolutely good as they could. I mean, I'm not one like Xbox, uh, was it Series X? Yeah. So the call Xbox is weird. Naming their consoles all weird like that. Right. I understand why they do it. Side note, I understand why they do it because they came out a year after PlayStation. So when PlayStation 2 came out, Xbox came out, they're not going to call their next one Xbox 2 when there's a PlayStation 3 because somebody right. somewhere is going to be like, well, why would I get 2 when 3 is better? Right. Somebody somewhere thinks that way. It's dumb, but somebody thinks that way. For sure. So this is like Xbox four and PlayStation five. Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so if they could just focus on the next gen, or I guess nowadays is current gen consoles instead of the previous generation, I feel like they'll do more good than, than harm in the community. Yeah, for sure. And I like, I have a PS4 right now and mm -hmm. I'll tell you, like I'm that would, if, if, there was an NASCAR game that came out from a manufacturer or whatever and said, hey, this is only going to be available for PS5s and Xbox mm -hmm. Series Xs, whatever. I would absolutely go out and buy a brand new console. 100%. Well, I mean, like, at this point, you're you're like three, and by the time this comes out, maybe four years into the next-gen console. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were hard to get during COVID. They're getting a lot easier to find. You just you can't find them in stores. You got to get them online. So actually my little hometown uh, here in Kansas, I just saw my first PS5. I have never seen one in store. That is awesome. Yeah. But I mean, obviously didn't have the $700 to drop on yeah. it, but man, yeah. it was, I was like, whoa, like actually seeing one. And sure enough, it says PS5 right there. And I'm like, golly, cool. Yeah. Um, I, I hate that there's so much stag on money, but at the same time, it does kind of, it's it's 4K. It completely takes over your whole entertainment system. Right. So it is like all your apps and your games, and it can back catalog and and do all this stuff. You know, I mean, I always get the physical copy version, so it's like a hundred dollars more. Yeah, I do because too. I don't like relying solely on digital copies, and it takes up too much space. These games are all massive. Right. Yeah, but that's that's. Oh wait. Off wait, the wall did, talk. Did you wait? Okay, I must have misunderstood you. Did you say you only do the digital? No, I only do physical copies. Oh, like, okay. I will okay. download games. I downloaded the Sprint Car game. Uh huh. But I only buy the consoles that have the physical media available gotcha. availability. Yep. Because gotcha. there are ones I want on disc. Like I have Red Dead on disc. I have um, the NASCAR games on disc. Madden on disc. You know, I have these things like that, but I download the smaller games or maybe the ones that are harder to find in stores. I actually did see the Outlaws game in store the other day. I did too, actually. So, yeah, that's cool. I didn't realize they'd be so easily available in stores. If you like racing, get that game. That game is really, really fun. And with a wheel, it's really, it's pretty realistic. I'm not going to say it's perfect because it's a console. They don't have the capabilities that the, uh, PCs with all the uh, hardware and software and 
wheels and iRacing. It, it doesn't have that kind of capability. But as far as like a console game and feeling realistic, you're missing little things that you might get in iRacing. But I mean, it's amazing. Right. Absolutely. The other news just came out about six hours or so, maybe maybe about maybe about ten hours now before we start recording. There's a possibility that we are going to not have cautions for stage breaks at road courses next year. Hallelujah. Yes. They didn't Thanks. go far enough. They should win them all. Oh man, I really wish they would have just understood the assignment for once and just said, <laughs> you know what? We're just gonna we're done with this. Let's just I still have stage points and stage yeah. break or whatever, not breaks, but have the stage racing, but don't throw the caution. Yeah. I don't have a problem with the stages because it does create excitement. Well, see, they used to have halfway break or halfway breaks. They used to have halfway uh, bonuses Yeah, when I was a kid. So you would race to the halfway point and get an extra $10,000 if you're the leader. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't, I guess it doesn't sound like a lot nowadays in NASCAR, but in the mid nineties, it was pretty good. Yeah, for sure. You know, so they would, they'd race like crazy trying to get that 10 grand. Heck yeah. Do you remember the Unical uh, bonus money? Was that a thing that was still around when you were coming up? I don't know. What they did, they had uh, the Unical Pole Award. And yeah, it was a bush pole, but they had a unical bonus for the pole. Huh. If you won the pole, you were eligible that week. It would start off at $7,600. It was like a lottery. It would start off at $7,600. If you won that week, you won $7,600. Nice. If you didn't win from the pole, $7,600 rolled into next week. The next wow. pole winner got eligible for the unical bonus money. They could win last week $7,600 and this week $7,600 together. Wow. And if that didn't happen, it would roll on to the next one. And I remember distinctly there was at least one or two times where they were like, nobody's won from the pole in like 15 weeks, and this money's up there now. Jeez. And then somebody went from the pole, and it's a it's a good little side check. For sure. It, it's, it, was, it, was, it was fun keeping up with that. Uh, they would... They wouldn't like harp on it a lot, but it was a cool mention when they did it. It's like, and all of a sudden, the race is like, and Mark Martin's going for the Unical bonus money. It's up to $56,000 this week. Right. Like, Heck yeah, that's a little more incentive to win. But we do have questions. You wanted to ask a question last week. Yeah. Uh, won't you go ahead and do that right now? So if we go into this one, it might take the rest of the episode. <laughs> Well, I mean, okay, well, let's go to these other two then. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't think they're going to be that that long. I think one of them we kind of answered before in a way. Uh, two from Tales from the Estate last week. Uh, one of them from Caitlin. If you were on a pit crew, what position would you want to be? Oh, oh. I don't remember what I answered the first time we've kind of discussed this on the podcast. I think you just answered what you are right now. The crew, the crew chief? Yeah. It sounds all right. Um, man, after a couple races, man, that stuff's really hard. To do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Good Lord. Um, you I don't mean, even have to make in-race decisions either. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, Jesus, please. Talk about, you know, one in the, of the spectrum, you know, winning the first one and then blowing up in the second. So oh, um, that's not Crucci's fault, is it? That's no, the engine builder. Where's the engine builder? 
Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll uh, we'll leave that one there. Uh, <laughs> Unless you chose the gear and the gear's wrong. Uh, it's it's fun. We got five months <laughs> five months to rebuild a twenty thousand uh, dollars. Yeah, I'm about to say that it was probably a good chunk of change. That's why I don't oh. race those classes, bro. It it absolutely <laughs> blew out. I'll have to show you the pictures. It blew, and I mean, it blew out big time. <laughs> like rods coming up the bottom. Oh end yeah, down. yeah. Yeah, there's a huge, huge <laughs> hole in our motor, dude. It's, oh man, I feel so, like, it's so bad. But uh, five months to get that taken care of. Uh, I want to say Jackman. Jackman? Uh, Jackman. I, I don't know why I said Jackman, as if it was someone's last name. Yeah. Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Uh, Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, a huge Jackman. Um <laughs> I think I could do. Oh man, I don't know. I seen Dale Jr. try to jack it up in the shop at JRM, and yeah, it, it, like he couldn't really do it. They have I'm those like, one pump jacks, and it's you got to put your whole dang. That's why they have the biggest guy out there doing it. You got to put is, all 250, 300 pounds of you on it. Which is so funny because uh, I was helping do something, uh, move Jessica, like some of her stuff, and I had this little tiny box that did not weigh probably less than a pound. Okay. I'm not kidding. And I went to go twist and I'll tell you, I thought I straight up blew my back out <laughs> and I have been on a heating pad for like the last four days. I missed a day of work. Like I, Oh, it's so bad. But, um, so right now I don't think I would want to do a, anything on the pit crew. I just want to <laughs> like be a, you know what I want to be? To answer the question, I want to be a tire catcher. Oh, the guy that's on the side of the wall, just make sure the tire doesn't go out. Absolutely. I can do that with perfection. I could can be that. the tire carrier. Yeah, because I Because the that. tire carrier isn't just someone that carries a tire and then puts it on the spoke and rolls the other one back. While the, the guy is out there changing the lug nut and you give him the tire, he's out there, he's cleaning the grill, tearing the windshield tire right. off, off. He's He's doing all these other things. I could do that. Yeah, it doesn't take precision to do that. It just takes timing. Right, exactly. And I could, I could do that. That would I be feel. really fun. I think. Yeah. As long as it's not for a cup team, I, I have to go down a little bit, a little less pressure. Cup teams has just got what eleven second stops, twelve second stops, nine. Yeah, that's right. They're under ten now. Yeah, Jeez. they're under ten, Val. It's wild. It's wild. Man. So Drew asked, uh, "What sponsor?" That has never been a NASCAR. Would you like to see on a car? I'll let you go first, pal. Well, we mentioned it earlier. <laughs> Bang Energy. Bang Energy. Actually, the Bang Energy has been a sponsor on a Cup car. Oh, I'm sorry. Nope, not a Cup car. It was Xfinity for Ryan Ryan Garvez. Garvez. I bet that would be some beautiful race cars. That would be really cool. You could change the colors of that car every single week. I mean, you really could, right? Because all their flavors, all you have to do is just say what flavor it is on the side of it, you know, and you could change the color of the, the car. Yeah. Just about every week. How many flavors? They got. I mean, yeah, I was to say there's 36 races, you know, not counting the non point races. So, I mean, there has to be over 36 flavors of bang, right? Well, you got, you also got different kinds. You got the, the teas, you got the hard teas, you got, right. Uh, the seltzers, you got keto coffees, you got a bunch of junk that you could throw on there. 
Yeah, that would be I, perfect. Yeah, I think it'd be an excellent looking car. To, now, you know, would they sponsor 36 races? I don't, they don't tend to do that nowadays, but you right. know. Well, quit stalling. What about you? Come up with one yet? Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> so I don't know why it took me so long to figure this out. You know, one sponsor I would love to see in NASCAR that's never been in NASCAR? Hmm. In the marbles with soda and well, Ethan. Okay. Are you kidding? <laughs> Come on. Like, uh, what's that one guy's name? He has a big, successful uh, NASCAR podcast. Uh, Eric. Oh, yeah. Eric Stepp. Eric Stepp. Or Strepp or Stepp. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like out of he, the groove out of the out groove, of the groove. that's it yes out of the groove podcast uh he i mean he just had his podcast on an xfinity car not a cup car but uh that i, I think that would be really cool i think that's going to be my overall answer but if i had to pick something other than in the marbles i would say and i don't know if rowdy energy would qualify because their logo is on kyle bush's cup car well it's fire i suit. think next year you're gonna get that anyway I At sure least so. one or two races. I oh, think you're going to get that. That would be so awesome. Number eight, Rowdy Energy car. And it's oh, probably yeah. going to be painted up like Rowdy Burns's car or something. Sure. You're, you're going to, I think you're going to get that. Yeah. Um, that's kind of right off the, the two, right off the top of my head. Uh, I had another one and I see it's funny because you like, you think of all these different things that have never been in NASCAR or never been on a race car before. Like, just go to a store and look like, okay, I like sodas. Just go through the soda aisle. What soda has not been on a race car? I've never seen Barks root beer on a, on a race car. I've never seen diet Coke, but I've seen Coke. I have, I, are we sure we've never seen diet Coke? I don't know. I feel like that's the thing that would have happened in the eighties. Cause diet Pepsi happened. Wait, wasn't there? A, no, that was Pepsi. Pepsi had like a yellow die cast or a die cast. Uh, yeah. That was just straight up Pepsi. That was a Pepsi challenge, which was such a weird that was yeah well see that was that was back when they were doing um because he had had a that was their walter he had a mountain dew sponsorship yeah and then one year he ran a pepsi uh sponsorship and that was the year that they would run those commercials where they got people to blind taste test pepsi or coke to see which, which one they liked better and everybody picked pepsi oh yeah no they they picked that because pepsi's sweeter that's what you you gravitate to something that's sweeter I, uh, that's, I that's why you picked that. I love I love the taste of Coke. I think Coke Coke's better. Just yeah, for period. sure. But um, I got a funny because I like. I mean, my name's Soda, right? So right. I got okay. It's not my shoot name, but it's my it's my kayfabe name, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I was named Soda from birth. His name yeah. is Soda. Um. So like we had a we had a thing where we uh Stranger Things came out not too long ago. Yeah. Uh where they brought new coke back for a little bit. You had to order it online. And uh so therefore we we got a 20 we we got it in the only ways like the best ways you could get all this stuff, right? We got a 20 ounce coke like regular coke that you can just get out of the gas station right now from a plastic bottle. Right. We got a aluminum can of new Coke that you could only get in aluminum cans from Coke's website. And you had to be like quick enough to order it because it went out, it went out fast. And then we got the Mexican Coke, which is the original night pre 1985 formula before new Coke with real sugar in it. 
in those tall glass bottles, not the little short glass bottles. That's just straight up Coke that you get out of the 20 ounce plastic bottles. Right. That's the same thing. So we got three completely different eras of Coke right here. We got pre-new Coke, new Coke, and current Coke. And me and my wife sat down. We tried every single one of them, and we actually thought new Coke was the best tasting one out of all of them. Really? And we didn't understand it. We were like, why did everybody? I know. Okay. I know why everybody hated this, but it's like nobody wanted to give it a chance. They made that because Coke has like a sharpness to it. Like a, a, a more, it's more acidic than Pepsi. Yeah, for sure. It's a bite. That's a better way to put it. It's got a bite to it. And they made that Coke from the original real sugar Coke. They made it sweeter and actually took some of the real sugar away from it. Okay. So it's like a combination of real sugar and uh, fructose corn syrup kind of stuff. I believe that's right. I might not be 100% right on that, but I think it was a combination of both, but they actually made it sweeter. But they kept that bite. So it was like as sweet as a Pepsi, which what they were trying to go for. They're trying to compete with Pepsi's sweet flavor. But they kept that bite to it, that sharpness that Coke has. But they took away the old Coke. So everybody was like, no, I mean, this is fine, but give me the old Coke. So they just right. never bought, they they didn't buy the new Coke at all. So they said, fine, fine, fine. And they took new Coke off, brought the old Coke back. But the problem is they didn't bring old Coke back. They brought it back. No sugar, high fructose corn syrup only. Of course. That's what we have now. We don't have the classic Coke. It says Coke Classic on it, but it's not Coke Classic. Coke Classic is the tall Mexican glass bottles that you find at some gas stations and Walmart, stuff like that. The ones that have uh, the white sticker uh, yeah. nutritional information on it, that's the ones that is Classic Coke pre-1985. Gotcha. So a little Coke history lesson right there. But as a company, I actually like Pepsi better, honestly, because they, they take more chances. They, they go out of the box a lot more than Coke does. Yeah, I I'm obligated to say Mountain Dew is my best is my favorite because I can't stand Mountain Dew. They are my primary sponsor in my NASCAR Heat Five video game that I own <laughs> my own team. So Mountain Dew is the best, and plus I really do actually enjoy Mountain Dew. I drink Mountain Dew most. I wish they would come out with a Zero Sugar Live Livewire. Ooh yeah, because that's my favorite Mountain Dew. Livewire is my favorite. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly, but. They need a zero sugar version of it so I can drink it again and like it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, still. Um, For sure. They do have a zero sugar Baja. Oh, do so they? Cool. I think I had one today, actually. Nice. But regular Mountain Dew, I, I'm I'm a mellow yellow guy, honestly. But, but, but uh, this, this is my point. Look at the uh, way off track. Yeah. Look at the um, look at the grocery store. Look at the uh, go, go into a gas station and look around. What? You don't see Barks root beer. You don't see Mug root beer. I've never seen those two on a race car. Yeah. You know, you don't, uh, let me see, Canada Dry. There's one that you don't see on a race car. You, all the big ones are there, like Dr. Pepper, Coke, Pepsi, Mountain Dew, Mellow Yellow, uh, Sprite, I don't think has been on a race car. Can you think of a Sprite car? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know but either. I know there is one sponsor that is coming to mind when I think of a, a company that's never been 
in NASCAR, like Cup Series, as a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Humberto's Tacos. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll eat some of that. Or, yeah. I'll eat some of that. <laughs> yep. All right, then. That's <laughs> <laughs> for you, Bill. The following announcement has been paid for by the Pulling Up a Chair podcast. Tim here, host of the Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shop podcast. If you're a fan of wrestling figures and the artists that take them to the next level, then I've got a favor to ask of you. Come check out my podcast, Pulling Up a Chair. Each episode, I sit down and talk to figure customizers, figure photographers, set builders, figure collectors, podcasters, and even pro wrestlers. Just search out Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you'll join me next time right here on Pulling Up a Chair. So you have a question that's going to take up the rest of the show probably, right? Probably, yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. All right. Soda's secret question. Does Joey Logano, as of this moment, November 21st, 2022, belong in the NASCAR Hall of Fame? Yeah. That's not that's not a hard question. Yeah. That's not a that's not a hard question. No. Why did it take He's me like a two time champion, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. hundred percent. I feel like if you're a champion at all, you belong in the Hall of Fame. Huh. You okay. don't think a, you don't think any champion whatsoever, no matter who it is, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? No, I absolutely one hundred percent. If you win a NASCAR Cup Series champion, here's your free pass, pal. Like you exactly. deserve it one hundred percent. Um, I I guess I saw a lot of it, a lot of conversation on on Joey Logano whether or not being in the Hall of Fame or not after he won the, his second NASCAR Cup Series championship a couple weeks ago in Phoenix. Uh, and you know it's weird because you think of like Kyle Busch, you just like you automatically think Hall of Fame, you know. Oh, yeah. well, he's got the two titles and that many wins and that many right. series behind him. Yes, absolutely. So let me ask, does <clears throat> Jenny Hamlin belong in the Hall of Fame? Um, well, they put people in the Hall of Fame that have not won as much as him and haven't won a title before. Like there, I, I, I feel like winning a championship is not the only criteria for being in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Obviously. There's just not that many to go around. Um, otherwise, then you'd never get somebody like Davey Allison in the Hall of Fame, and he's there. Right. Yeah. So I don't say that, well, if you never won a championship, how many Final Fours has he been to? Quite. Has, does quite Mark a few. Martin not deserve to be in a championship just because he's finished second like six times? I mean, I'm sorry. Did I say it wrong? Yeah, does Mark Martin okay. not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame just because he never won a championship and he finished second like six times? Yeah, like we, I under, completely agree with you 100%. I absolutely spot on with everything no. that you're saying. Now, me personally, no, he don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Danny Hamlin, no. Really? Just me personally. But <laughs> I mean, I don't like the dude. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm not going to vote him <laughs> if right. I get a vote. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody asked me, they were like, does Joey Logano belong in the Hall of Fame? And immediately I said, of course he does. He has two NASCAR Cup Series championships. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, like for sure. 
And then, you know, I started thinking about it. I was like, why is it that when I think of Joey Logano, I don't think of Hall of Fame. When I think of, when I think of obviously Jeff Gordon, you think Hall of Fame. You think of Jimmy Johnson, Hall of Fame. Tony Stewart, Hall of Fame. Denny Hamlin. I, I even think of Denny Hamlin in the Hall of Fame before Joey Logano. Well, has Joey Logano won a Daytona 500? He has, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, nah, ooh, I don't know. That's a I, good question. I think he has. I think he won 2018. That almost by itself gets you in the Hall of Fame. Oh, my goodness. Yes. But also, if you do, if you look at that, who's going to be in the Hall of Fame that might not deserve to be there? Is Trevor Bain in the Hall of Fame? Daytona 500 winner. That's tr- that's very true. Derek Cote, two-time NASCAR winner, same as Bob Wallace. That's Daytona 500 <laughs> winner. That is very true. He won that Daytona 500, a restrictor plate. You know. And uh, he has, he would have won that race regardless if Earnhardt hadn't been in the field because he right. was right there behind Earnhardt the whole race. And yes, he, Joey, Joey Logano did win the 2015 Daytona 500. Okay, I thought he had won one. I couldn't think of it. It's Brad Kozlowski and Kyle Busch who have not. But also I think that uh, I, was, I was talking about Derek Cup. I also think he won a rain-shortened race at yes. Dover. So um, kind of fam- kind of familiar with Bubba Wallace there, isn't it? Well, pretty pretty spot. Pretty on. similar. Yeah, but we sure don't celebrate Derek Cope the same way. Nope. That is just my own personal take. I just don't like the dude. I don't think he races right. I, I just don't like him. But anyway, what Derek Cope? No, Derek Cope's uh, fine. Okay. Derek Cope is a legend. <laughs> yeah, I laughed so hard when her heart blew that tire. Oh my gosh, he led that whole race. That 1990 Daytona 500, he led that whole race, and he blew a tire going to turn three, and Derek Cope won the race. <laughs> you are going to cause us so much heat. I, I laughed so hard, and Teresa was in the infield, and she started crying. The baby was crying because Teresa was crying. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Kelly. Oh, I don't know. I think that was Kelly Earnhardt. Oh. But, oh, God, I, I laughed so hard. Oh, my oh. gosh, that was funny. Oh, that's so funny. He lost that race in so many different ways. It wasn't even, it's just incredible. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. That's going to get righted next year. Yes, it will. And all Kyle. of a sudden, I'm not the only one thinking that. I'm seeing it on Twitter now. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of people that listen to our podcast. And so, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, well, you know, I'm seeing it. It's a movement. It is. Eight for the, tw- eight for the 2023 Daytona 500. Yes, Cowboys, and baby. I'm all about it because I'll be there. Oh, stop! I'll get. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy the diecast. Right? <laughs> you make me so jealous. Oh man, I wish I was there. Golly, I wish I was. I could get there, but not happening. Not this year. Not next year either. <laughs> Does Mario Andretti deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Ooh. NASCAR Hall of Fame. Ooh. He has uh. 12 races, I believe, in NASCAR. One of them. A Daytona 500 win. Looking at all his other achievements, IndyCar titles, Formula One titles, Indianapolis 500 wins, Daytona 500 win. That's his one win in NASCAR. Does he deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Oh, I think Mario Andretti deserves to be in a motorsports Hall of Fame, but if it's specifically 
NASCAR Hall of Fame. Oh man, I he only had fourteen Is races. Fourteen? I thought it was twelve. He had one win, one top five, one uh, three top tens, eight top twenties, zero poles. Here's a big number: ten DNFs. Only completed sixty-two percent of the laps that he ran. Uh, well, that didn't make no sense. He only raced sixty-two percent of the laps that he was entered in. Yeah. Uh, average finish is nineteen. Average start is fifteen. I would say no. Okay, that's interesting. I feel like he would get voted in just off his name. Oh, absolutely. But see, you got to start thinking about this kind of stuff. If what what qualifies, there is no qualification. You know, so now it's all opinions and and it's all abstract. Right. You know, I mean, like I said, does Trevor Bang get in the Hall of Fame just because he won the Daytona 500? No. Does Jay McMurray get in the Hall of Fame? He won uh, the Brick Bar 400. He won the, what? He won, he didn't win the he 500. Won, he won, I think he won he the did. Daytona 500 and the Brick Bar 400 in the same year. Yeah, he won the 500 uh, race in the number one uh, Bass Pro, that orange and black paint scheme. Mm hmm. And then he, the same year, I think the same year he won Coke 600 and then the Brickyard or something. Weird he he, thing like he that. won the Brickyard, I know. He, I know he won the Brickyard and the Daytona 500 the same year. I think he won like all the big races. Yeah. Like he would have won the Winston Million if it was still a thing. Right. No joke. I think Jamie McMurray definitely deserves to go into the Hall of Fame. No championships. That's all right. Mark Martin isn't Mark Martin's in the champion uh, in the Hall of Fame, right? Has he made it to the Hall of Fame yet? I am looking it up, pal. I, I'm not really sure if he's in the Hall of Fame or not. He needs to be if he hasn't he, been. Absolutely. Uh, right there with Mike Skinner, like we've been talking for the last few weeks. Well, Mike um, Skinner's got a different criteria, and it's not and I, it's not cup. To me, it's trucks. That's he true. He needs to be in the NASCAR Hall of Fame because of trucks. Absolutely. But Mark Martin could be in NASCAR Hall of Fame for a Bush Series. Yeah. I mean, wasn't he like one of the winningest drivers in Bush Series history there for a minute? Yeah, I don't know he if he was. beat Jack Ingram, but I mean, he it seemed like every race he was he was Kyle Bush, the modern you know the past day Kyle, Kyle Bush. Absolutely, for a minute there, he just won everything he was entered in. Okay, so Mark Martin definitely is in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Okay, I wasn't sure if he was or not, but he needed to be in there if he wasn't. We just need to. I need to print this off just so I can have it right here. <laughs> Golly, there's so many. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I don't know. That's it's a very Does interesting. Carl Edwards go into the Hall of Fame? No. You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. No way. Like I don't know what Carl Edwards did. Oh my goodness! And as soon as you say that, it says on this website I'm on NASCAR uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame. Meet all the nominees and Carl Edwards is freaking pictures right there. That's wild. Who's the nominees? I'm, I'm surprised that uh, he even like put his name in there, or like he would be okay with them putting his name in there. It seems like he just completely disassociated himself with it. So, okay, so here are the nominees from Latin's 2020. Was it 2022? 2023 nominees 
is so these would go in this year at, at the all-star race or coke 600 whatever year that whatever race they do that at yes and they have already selected their three out of all these names so the names really fast sam ard neil bonnet mm-hmm. tim brewer oh, neil yeah tim brewer jeff burton harry hyde harry gant aj harry foyt, hyde. <laughs> AJ foyt carl edwards matt kinseth bando banjo matthews, banjo matthews yeah Herschel McGriff, Ralph mm-hmm. Moody, Kirk Shelmedine, mm-hmm. Ricky Rudd, and Larry Phillips. I like the idea of Ralph Moody in there. Yeah. Ralph Moody, Neil Bonnet, and Harry Hyde. That's a that's a fun Hall of Fame class. Oh, right yeah. There. That would be fun. Harry Ooh. Hyde is a famous crew chief for people that don't know. He Harry Hyde, if you watch Days of Thunder. Harry and Days of Thunder, that crew chief, that's mm-hmm. that's Harry Hyde. Yes, that's who he was modeled after. And if if you really want to, you know, get deeper into it, Cole Trickle, that's Tim Richmond, and they were a combo, Harry Hyde and Tim Richmond. So, yeah, just Harry Hyde was uh, one of those genius crew chiefs from back yes. in the day. Really, was. absolutely. And speaking of genius crew chief, did you happen to see? Uh, I'll tell. We'll talk about this, and we could probably just go ahead and wrap it up. It's already been like 50 minutes or so okay. on the podcast. We don't need to go an hour and a half. It's off-season. Thanksgiving it's... week. By the way, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Absolutely. We didn't say that at the beginning of the show, but this is kind of probably going to be released on Wednesday. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Go go eat a bunch of unhealthy, non-keto food. That's right. That's what I'm going to do. I got, yeah. cheat, I got a cheat day. You deserve it. Yeah. I got it. Um... What was I saying? Oh, yeah. And on the In the Marbles Twitter account, search back a little bit. I'm not going to post a whole lot on there, so it's not going to be that hard to find. But search back a little bit. I put up a YouTube video of one of the more controversial races in NASCAR history where Brett Bodine won, I think, his only career win. I want to say it was his only race he ever won. It was at North Wilkesboro in 1990. He was driving a green number 26 Quaker State car owned by drag racing legend Kenny Bernstein. Which was funny because the die cast I had didn't have a, a name like a driver. Yeah. It had Kenny Bernstein on the card. Which I thought was weird. I was like, he's not the driver. He's the owner. Like, why do I have a 26 Kenny Bernstein? Right. I have a 26 uh, Brett Bodine, but he's not on the card anywhere. It's weird. But it's a really, really interesting video because forever, and I thought this forever because it was always taught to me like this. Everybody else's videos on YouTube, when they talk about it, they say how NASCAR messed up and had a big scoring error Mm. in it where the 26 car, uh, he was in the lead at one point because he he stayed out when everybody else pitted, but the tires fell off like a second and a half per lap. Oh my! Maybe goodness. even more than that. God. So he held him off for a good sixty laps, but then Earnhardt finally got by him, and then he fell about nine seconds back to fourth. But then he pitted, and he pitted eleven seconds ahead of eleven laps ahead of Earnhardt. He was gaining a second and a half lap every single lap out there, so he made up his nine seconds, and then some. Yeah. So when the pit stop cycled around, 
there's a caution. The pace car picked up Dale Earnhardt by accident. It thought they thought Dale Earnhardt was leading. That put Brett Bodine at the tail end of the field, but Brett Bodine's the leader. Right. Now he's on a lap by himself. Because the pace car has Dale Earnhardt and Brett Bodine's behind them all on a lap all by himself. And he come in and pit all by himself to get some uh, fresh tires because everybody else has already pitted. And he's like, Larry Mack, Larry Mack was the crew chief. Genius. Absolute genius. He knew what short pitting would do when nobody else was doing it. He pitted Brett Bodine when it looked like he was on a lap by himself. Like he saw the error and he saw what was happening. He says, tell you what, Brett, come on down. We're going to get you four fresh tires and you'll have fresher tires than everybody else on the whole track. So cool. So he come down and then when he come down off pit road, NASCAR realized the scoring error and had everybody pass the pace car except Brett Bodine. So everybody come around behind Brett Bodine and nobody could touch Brett for the end of the race because he had the best tires. Wild. He took off and he won that race and everybody complained about it. They all thought NASCAR had messed up. Every one of them thought NASCAR had messed up because Brett Bodine was not the leader. They said no, that he they messed up because he's a lap down. Daryl Waltrip won this race. As everybody said, Daryl Waltrip was like, I know who won this race. The fans know who won this race. Everybody knows who won this race except the NASCAR officials. And he swears up and down that the NASCAR official, uh, the head NASCAR official, and uh, he's talking about, I was like, Brett, I mean, I'm sorry, Brett, uh, Dale, oh, who am I talking about? Daryl, that's it. <laughs> Daryl. One of them three. Yeah. Daryl, leave that boy alone. He may never win another race, and you're going to win plenty more. That's what, that's what apparently they said to Daryl Walter. Right. But the video I, I showed... I forget who the people that did it. I don't know if it was Iceberg or Slap Shoes. I can't remember which one. One of those two, I believe, uh, YouTube accounts. They went through and they showed exactly how this race played out. And there's no denying it. There was no mathematical error. There was no NASCAR error. Somebody needs to show this video to Daryl Walter because he's been harping on it for years. That he needs another win. And Larry, it just showed me that Larry Mack, speaking of like Harry Hyde and master crew chiefs. Yeah. Larry Mack is a master crew chief. Oh, absolutely. But it's a really interesting thing. It's, it's interesting because it has a lot of behind the scenes talk from 1990 and this race and the aftermath and all that. Just go check it out. It's it's a short video. It's like 15, 20 minutes long. It's not super long. But like I was talking, we were talking about with, with uh, one of Drew's questions uh, a few weeks ago. Mm. Stuff like that is all over YouTube. I mean, search any of those random YouTube accounts. Just search NASCAR uh, story, NASCAR history, anything like that. It, there's no telling what might pop up. NASCAR documentaries. And, yeah, any NASCAR documentary thing uh, just type type nascar documentary you'll have all sorts of little small stories and there's it's so funny how many little small stories can take up like 45 minutes to an hour to really dive into yeah absolutely and you got 75 years worth to talk about 
you know, so it's, it's so interesting to see all that kind of stuff. And I just thought I'd share that because it's on the Twitter and talk about a master crew chief like that. But yeah, what I was saying was Harry Hyde and Tim Richmond. They were, they were the inspiration behind Cole trickle and Harry in days of thunder. So that's, that's who's on the hall of fame ballot. Who, who did they pick? Did they say who's the top two, the three they picked? Gosh, dang it. I keep on karate chopping my microphone so hard. <laughs> uh, it's, oh gosh, uh, Matt Kenseth. I knew that, I think. Uh, Kirk Shelmerdine. I think we actually talked about this one day. And, oh gosh, hang on. what's the third one? Gosh, dang it. Uh, oh, Herschel McGriff. I got to look up and see exactly what Herschel McGriff did. He got nominated for the driver position. Yeah, but I don't know what all he accomplished. I can't think of it. Mac, I'm sorry. Mac is making a lot of racket. <laughs> okay. He's doing circles, and he's eating his foot while he's doing it. Perfect. He's a great so multitasker. He's, he's, um, yeah. He's special. Yeah. I think I think that's gonna do it, man. I think we're gonna get out of here. All right, sounds good. We do not need an hour and a half, two hour podcast. It is the off season. Y'all quit making us work so hard. No joke. Just a couple more <laughs> things, uh, really fast. Uh, Go for it. Ty Gibbs will be racing full time in the NASCAR Cup Series oh, for Joe yeah. Racing in twenty twenty three, driving the number fifty four, not We're, the number eighteen. There's not gonna be an eighteen in Cup. For the first for the, time in 30 years. Yeah, which is, I'm actually kind of okay with that. I think it's going to be a little bit different seeing the 54, um, not the 18, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, but I'm not. I know. <laughs> I, I want I an 18 because that's that's Dale Jarrett. I was there when it, when it came, when it started. Right. I remember it when it started. Like one year after it started, they won a Daytona 500 together. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a big moment. They won Charlotte, I think, the year before. I think that was their first win, Joe Gibbs Racing. I think it was their first win was the uh, Fall Charlotte race. I believe you're right. I'm just a bunch of random information that doesn't mean anything. I just it's just it's stuck in my head and it won't go away. And Stuart Haas Racing made a lot of news uh, announcing that Riley Herbst will be back in the Xfinity car, the '98 Stuart Haas Racing Ford Mustang for 2023. But he's gonna have a part. He's gonna have a teammate. Uh, current driver of the 41 Stuart Haas Racing Ford Mustang in the Cup Series is Cole Custer. He's going back over to Xfinity to drive the double zero. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, uh, Ryan Priest is jumping in the 41 for Stuart Haas Racing in 2023 in the Cup Series. Good for him. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. I like Ryan Priest. I think, I think he's, uh, he'll, he'll do pretty good if, as long as they can. Yeah, obviously you gotta let's I hate it when they rush these people so so much. Right. You know, like if this is your first full time year, it's his first full time job, right? Like he's had a one or two races. He's had some races off and on, right? Just not full time. Uh are you talking about cup series? Yeah. Uh I believe he was racing the thirty seven Chevy uh for oh gosh. But it wasn't every race, was it? I think it was. I think it hmm. was a full season, but I mean, Brad Doherty, 
racing or whatever that's called over there um didn't do very much wasn't mm-hmm. a factor for any sort of top tens or anything but i mean this is the first real big full-time cup series opportunity and i'm really excited about it i feel like these and, and back in the day i guess it really wasn't the same back in the day either because i remember drivers changing all the time when i was a kid too but i always felt like some of these people need three seasons together to really hammer out everything that they can do you know i mean like by the end of the third season if it ain't working it ain't working right but one season's not enough you know i always feel like you need to see what the second season does as far as like building the chemistry on the team putting the places that putting people in places they need to be in and if you're not doing what you're what you want to do, what your goal is by the third season, you need to make a change. That's what I always felt that way. I feel that way like with football too. Like by the third season of a, of a college football coach, you got just about every player you want in there because yeah. you know the good ones are going to leave after three seasons anyway. I feel like after a third season, if you're not at least progress to where you think you're going to be somewhere where you want to be in the fourth season. That's when you make a change. Absolutely. I think that's a perfect idea. Three seasons and you're out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I hate it when they just go like, like one and then they're like, well, this ain't working. Let's try something different next year. Yeah. Give them some time. You know, it's a big, a big step going to a completely different team and all that. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. That's just how I've always felt. I hope they I hope they give them time. Absolutely. But that's going to do it for the show this week. We want to thank the podcast or thank well, thank you thank the podcast draft. Thank you. Shout them out. I thank them a lot more if they sent commercials. Um, <laughs> we want to support your podcast. You can email the commercials at in the at gmail.com or me personally, the soda hunter at gmail.com. You can email those commercials to me in an MP3 format or any format you want. I can download them and put them on my app and put them right in the show right next to Tim. They don't have to be as good as Tim's commercial. Tim set the bar really high and I know it might intimidate some of you guys, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Tim, Tim did a good job with his commercial. This is a safe yeah. place. Yes, there's no judgment here, and we're not charging you or anything like that anyway. So if you're on the roll call, right, if I'm about to call your name or if Ethan calls your name, you have a free reign to just give us a commercial. It doesn't even have to be 30 seconds. Like, it could yeah. be like 10. I don't. We don't even care. Just, like, help us because we need breaks. We need more yeah, breaks just, in the show. <laughs> well, let's, let's not make it over, like, 45 seconds. Though. 45 seconds to a minute, that's, like, that's like pretty long. Let's or you can just up. make it like a two hour thing and like we'll just rerun it every every week. You know, like just it's have fine. A three hour podcast with a two hour commercial in the middle. Of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why not. We Something might be charging new. for that though. Just <laughs> heads up. That, that might cost a little extra. Yeah. Like maybe a shout out on your show or something. With that being uh, said, <laughs> also, if you want in on our NAS uh in the Marbles Cup Series Championship. Uh, you have until February 5th to let us know. We also need to come up with a better name. Did you hear? Wait mm-hmm. a minute. Did you hear this? It wasn't really smack talk. I just really want to play this up a little bit. Did you hear the Vinsels <laughs> talking that smack? Uh, Drew said he wants to win it every year. 
Drewy two time. Hey pal, listen, get in the get in the back of the line because over here there's only one champion. That's me. That's the 2022 in the Marvels NASCAR Cup Series champion. Okay, pal. No, there's only one Daytona 500 champion so far. Okay, <clears throat> so that that hurts. <laughs> that was amazing too, by the way. Um, A rookie. And then Caitlin, can you believe the audacity? She says, "I don't. I, I actually don't know what she said. Like verbatim, she just wants a trophy." And she to said, that, "She said that she's gonna win it." Are you? I mean, golly, I didn't mean to give anybody sort of like you know false hope because I mean, with my driver lineup for 2023, none of y'all, none of y'all. That means Soda. That means Drew. That means Billy, RJ. Your wife, John, my girlfriend's going down too. Tim, Caitlin, Matt, y'all are going down. Like none of y'all are winning. I just, I'm so, I'm so upset because y'all, y'all think you're gonna win, and it's like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Anyways, sorry about that. <clears throat> that's a lot of smack talk for something that's happening three months from now. Hey, you know what? I'm just, I'm, just saying, I, my guns are loaded. That's probably a really bad analogy <laughs> like what i meant to say my cannons were loaded i don't know i don't know if that's any better but uh listen my drivers are selected and i have a pretty stout season on the horizon y'all better bring it all right we uh we'll see we'll see how all that goes it'd be a lot of fun Watch i gotta come up last. with a point system yeah and uh we gotta come up with a good name for it we got to figure a couple of things out, but we have three months to decide on that. I want to have it all ironed out before the uh, dash. Or yes. Clash. Not the clash. Dash, just a clash, not a dash. There's no dash in clash. What is a dash? What am I thinking of with dash? Dash, uh, da- dash for the cash. What's, what's the dash for the cash in cup? Uh, it's not in cup. It's Xfinity, right? It, yeah, it's just an Xfinity thing. And dirt track, that's like a six lap heat race with like random people drawn out of the, the field. Yeah. It's like six cars randomly, six laps. Dash for the cash, 50 bucks for the winner. You know, it's like while well, it is in dirt track racing. It's like, wow, cool, 50 bucks. It's just an excuse to get out there and race because, okay. As cool as dirt track racing is, when I raced, you had hot laps, which eventually I quit doing because it wasn't worth it because the track was so muddy. I didn't really get a feel for anything anyway. Right. Thank you, Mac. Um, then you had the heat races, which were eight laps. Eight laps on a half mile track. We, ours was half mile. So eight laps at 20 seconds a lap, 21 seconds a lap, something like that. Okay, so what's that? Uh, Jeez. I can't even do math right now. So it's basically almost three laps a minute. So you're like two and a half, three minutes tops. Yeah. Without a caution. And then the feature was, uh, I think, 16 or 20 laps, depending on what the night was. Right. And if there wasn't a caution, that was our win 10 minutes. You literally had maybe 50 without any cautions you maybe had about 15 minutes worth of racing yeah on that long that's wild you have a half mile dirt track it, it was they Jeez reconfigured it it's not a half mile anymore it's back oh. to a, 
it's back to a what like three tenths. Yeah, I think that's the common thing now. Three tenths mile. Yeah, it's back to that. It was a half mile. It I was really was say. a half mile high banked. It was like a Bristol dirt. Wow, it, it really was, and it was uh, so much fun to drive. So much fun, but fast laps too. Like I said, it was like uh, I think I clocked one. Uh, we normally ran twenty twos and twenty threes, but my car would run twenty uh, ones once in a while on it, and it was it was flying. The car Heck was yeah. absolutely flying around the track. But anyway, let's try to get, try to get out of here last week. <laughs> I know. Sorry about that. <laughs> podcast drafting partners. We're going to run down the list real quick. Fully postable wrestling figure podcast. The drunk wrestling history podcast. Doing the favor with Eric and Barry. Positively pro wrestling podcast. Lap Traffic Podcast, Howling with the Wolf with Jason Wolf, and uh, shout out to Big Underscore Bane for his music and all that. Uh, just look it up anywhere that you find music. Excellent, excellent stuff. I listen to it a lot. And speaking of Big Underscore Bane, who do you got? Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Uh, starting this off, you uh, you know it's fake, right? With Brian Breaker and a guest. Uh, this week it was Al Day, a good friend of mine. Uh, super fun interview. Go check that out. TB Toycast with Brian Breaker and Travis Fowler. Of course, the legend himself, No Holds Barred with Bill Benis, which I am caught up on from very last, the very first episode, the very uh, recent episode. So that was magical. Uh, speaking of legends, of course, Tales from the Estate with Drew and his wife, Caitlin, uh, and then their little kiddos. Love hearing the little cameos every once in a while of course we cannot forget about our friend tim pulling up a chair at oh my gosh i just did it again ah, <laughs> you need to rewrite your script <laughs> bruh, pulling up a chair with a chair shot our good friend tim oh that still didn't sound good i don't know <laughs> i thought it was just pulling up a chair with tim no it's pulling up a chair, pulling up a chair pulling up a chair with a chair shot well no it's it, so the okay <laughs> I need to rewrite this. So we should listen to this commercial more often. <laughs> listen to the commercial. That, See, we don't listen to the commercial while it's while we're recording. We only listen to it while we listen to the podcast. Pulling up a chair <laughs> is the with name Tim. of the podcast. With Tim at <laughs> with, a chair shot. With Tim at a chair shot on Twitter. I get I it. I don't know why you. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, let me. You know what? Hang on. Let me just re write the script right here on air pulling up a chair <laughs> with our friend <laughs> with our friend tim at a chair shot chair shot okay perfect here we go we are good now so let me try it again pulling up a chair with our friend tim at a chair shot Go listen to that uh, podcast. It's super fun, uh, super informative. Uh, also, Lionel Racing has a podcast called Authenticated. Go check that out. Also, Lionel Racing, the official diecast producer of NASCAR. And, of course, we cannot go anything without Rowdy Energy, the official energy drink of in the marbles with soda and Ethan. Lionel Racing, if you look up their Twitter page, they have a – I think it's on their Facebook page too. They have a code – uh, right now, I think it's like a Black Friday thing where you can buy two Elite 124th scale diecasts for 120 bucks. Wow. So, yeah, go check that out. Uh, if you're interested in anything, go see what they have available for that. That might be something to look into if because they're normally like 
how much are the elites like 120 each anyway yeah right about there yeah i think you can get two for 120 right now that's awesome that's that's a great deal too uh and i gave out all the email addresses earlier um since commercials questions anything really uh rate and review the podcast we'd appreciate that follow us on all the uh, social media platforms twitter and instagram at in the marbles pod and you can find us on facebook in the marbles with soda and ethan uh, also check out watermaneuver.net if you go to the top left of the screen and search by store scroll down to in the marbles you'll find our shirts it's a great way to support the show and uh before we get out here uh you got anything you want to add don't forget to go vote for nascar's most popular driver i did it this uh this evening actually i got my three votes in for the trucks xfinity and cup series uh also rest in peace to jason david frank but other than that Peace, love, all the above. And we'll see you next time in the Marvels.